It's the only way to wake up this Christmas. Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. Christmas morning glory. Look at that. Christmas See what I did there. Morning. Look at that, John. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Merry birthday, everybody, <laughs> on this wonderful day. And a happy new nearly there. Absolutely. Yeah, Christmas. And of course, you know, I have to say a special hello as well to anybody who doesn't normally get to listen to us. You know, there might be a lot of... Um, there might be a lot of younger ears who don't get to listen to us normally because, let's face it, uh, children, what you have to understand is that PJ is the naughtiest elf that has, has ever been. And, um, in fact, he was so naughty, he said so many elfin bad words uh, over the years that um, Santa had to ask him to leave. And uh, that's how he ended up being born in Mayo. So, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. So, just, it's a chance for you to hear what all the grown-ups in your life listen to and you're not allowed to. It's not terrible now. And don't worry, don't worry. I'm not on my own, children. Jim McCabe was so bad, he was given the, the job of looking after me. When, Actually, when yeah. Santa didn't want to do it anymore. Now, that's so. a cruel and unusual punishment, that is. But anyway, hopefully um, hopefully, uh, it's been a fantastic visit from Santa Claus and all that sort of stuff. And oh, everybody is, yeah. is full of the, I was going to say full of the Christmas spirit. Bit early for that carry-on now, you know what I mean? Hopefully there's dads Always. around the country surrounded by new jocks and socks and mothers with... Oh, Bath robes, yeah, yeah, children with toys, and a, and yeah, a good old bath bomb. A good old bath bomb. <laughs> they, yeah. they were the rage, I tell you. Oh, Jesus. you couldn't go anywhere without getting a bath bomb. Oh, yeah, it's a bath bomb now. It used to be the foot spa. Things have gone backwards, if you ask me. <laughs> it's Christmas morning glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive and only on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. It is, of course, uh, Christmas morning glory. As we said earlier on, of course, hopefully uh, Santa has been good to everyone. Hopefully Santa's been very good to you all. And yeah. that um, whatever, was, whatever was on your, your list or your letter, I can only imagine what was on your list or your letter anyway. Well, I stopped sending them ages ago. Oh, I was the bag of coal boy for a long time. Yeah. So, you know. I was just going to say, what would be on yours would be, don't come. Yeah, I fell out with Santa. <laughs> Me and Santa fell out a long Stay time ago. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah. See what I mean, uh, kids? That's what happens when you're the naughtiest elf in uh, all of elfin land. Uh, but I'll tell you, on post, of, uh, they receive about 125,000 letters from children every year that they have to pass on to Santa, you know. Right. Uh, they get posted and they send them back. And Santa then, in all his wisdom, he sort of fills, he, like, he sends the information back down of his favourite letters and things that he's received and what kids have asked for yeah. and stuff. And uh, it makes for interesting reading. Right. There's some very formal children out there. Very formal children. Formal children? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> I'd like a briefcase. And, uh, what? Yeah. what do you mean? But, as in, they don't just stick to the point. When I was a kid, I was right. Dear Santa. BM a bike. BMX, a bike. You know. Yeah. Try not to wake us up, see in the morning, whatever. Uh, wow. Kids. Try not to wake us up. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for getting the presents and all, but I do need a good night's sleep. Yeah, but uh, come on. Sort yourself out. You're, the, you're supposed to be a professional. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, back in our day, we had to go to work, kids. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I'll be, I'm Jim, Jim and the coal mine. Exactly, yeah. Jim was up and down the chimneys himself, cleaning them before Santa got there. You know, his Victorian keeper at the time. Up you go, laddie. You know, all of these things were happening. Shocking carry on. Uh, and nowadays, apparently, like, if they come, they write the letter, but a lot of children also write a formal card to Mrs. Claus wishing her a good night and saying, oh, right. you know, hope you won't be uh, too lonely on your own while Santa's out and about. And one kid wrote a letter that says, I'd like to thank you, Santa, for your years of service <laughs> to the children of the world. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah, I'd like to thank you for your years of service to the children of the world. So let, let us t uh, not take you for granted. 
and assure you that uh, your efforts to toy deliveries around the place are very, very appreciated. Like, it's very formal, isn't I'd say, it? I'd say Santa now has, has said to himself, God, things have changed. I remember when I used to get those letters off PJ Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, and, you know, let's face it, it would have been, listen, let's forget about you, it's all about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to write him a London Stevens Day every year. That's the wrong bike. <laughs> like, that's not the one I asked for. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, it's got to, so, well, that's good to know that people are kind of, you know, it, you don't want to take p- things for granted. Yeah. Santa, I mean, you know, it's a lot to achieve. Okay, granted, you could look upon it as he only works one night a year. But let's face it, there's preparation. Now, obviously, you wouldn't, that's under- the you wouldn't understand anything about this. But myself and, Cle- <laughs> myself and Clint, would, we, we, we understand the preparation goes into all things. And oh so, you know, he God. obviously has other stuff to do. So it's good that he's appreciated by kids. It is, I suppose. And it is good to see some of the presents that kids have asked for. Like, they go back. I would have thought it'd be all PlayStations and all that sort of stuff. But, like, some people just want... Ins- one kid wants a pogo stick. It's like, I mean, that kid what? must have grown up with Jim. Um, that's going back a hundred, a hundred no, years old. If he'd have grown up with me, it wouldn't, it'd be just a stick. It wouldn't yeah. even be the pogo stick. A stick, stick yeah. <laughs> and, for, and next year, if you don't mind, Santa, I'll have a hoop. Uh, and then some kids just want in track suits of their local GAA clubs. You know, a lot of simple stuff. So one, some young ones don't earrings and makeup and bath bubbles. Don't be asking Santa for that. You've plenty. You've got a whole life to waste money and that sort of stuff. To be yeah. honest. No, my God, you know I'm a dad now. No wait, no money on makeup. <laughs> You're only twelve. I put yeah. makeup for. Yeah. Pogo stick. Yeah, it's unusual. It's kind of slightly retro. Apart from that other kid who, and, who obviously wanted an Excel spreadsheet or something, you know. I'd like to. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's he a, was, if ever a lad was destined to be a future CEO. I know, yeah. yeah. That, there's always that one kid, isn't there? I'd like a lawnmower and two gallons of petrol. <laughs> I'm going to go around cutting grass in the summer. It's say so, you know. Little entrepreneur at heart. Happy days. Yeah, nobody actually did ask for that. From our madhouse to yours, it's Christmas Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. Christmas Morning Glory. Uh, Merry Christmas to you folks. Whatever you happen to be doing, whatever sort of carry-on is going on in your particular household, whatever sort of traditions you um, involve yourself in. Because it's different everywhere, isn't it? In fairness, it's different like all over the world. You get all sorts of mad different things going on, don't you? For instance, like... Um, who knew that in Iceland they have a, a tradition of the child eating cat and apparently the child eating cat comes it's such a lovely little tradition and eats the children who don't get new clothes uh, for winter so you have to be sure and pick your new clothes early um, and get them you know ordered and that by mammy and daddy or whoever it is I don't know maybe Santa brings them I actually don't know and then when they arrive you put them on so the child-eating cat doesn't eat you. What a lovely tradition. God, that that's is. really a warm and cuddly kind of... Child-eating cat. It's gas, isn't it? There's if like you don't the... get new clothes. Uh, yeah, and that, I mean, that's pretty horrific, yeah. But that's... what about Tio de Nadal in Catalonia where, um, well, you, you get a log and you treat it like it's an actual animal or a cat or whatever and you look after it until Christmas Eve where you hit it with sticks and it poops out treats. Which is really unusual. So it's wait, a, well, hang on. So is this like a log, as in from uh, a forest, as like in, yeah, as in yeah. cut down from a tree? Yeah, not like the log. Yeah, okay. Of a child eating cat. No, if you know what I mean. Yes, yeah, so and and you you feed this inanimate object. You look this after log. it. You wrap it up and you keep it warm and you look after it like it's a. Okay. Yeah. And then when Christmas comes, you beat it with a stick. You hit it with a stick, and, and it poops treats. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. I right. think I'd be into some of these Christmas. I think I'd rather have the child eating cat. And then there's the the pickle jar of lies in Germany. 
Yeah. It's a supposed German tradition. Pickle jar of lies. Yeah, where the finder of the, the glass pickle ornaments gets an extra gift. And it's kind of a marketing myth, they say. Uh, why, why is it called the pickle jar of lies, though? I don't really know. I don't understand. You find a pickle and maybe you... Maybe you lie... I don't really know. I mean, it's not unlike men to lie about their pickle. <laughs> uh, the pickle jar of lies. The pickle jar of lies, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, some of these are really strange. I haven't even read this one. Uh, you, the, often spotted in shops during a festive season. There's a, niece, a, a Scandinavian folklore says there's a mythological creature that looks like a small elderly figure with a white beard <laughs> resembling... Resembling an old farmer, it's believed that he lives close to humans, acts like a human. Whoa! And you leave out a bowl of porridge for him on Christmas. Jim. <laughs> Who could that when be? When <laughs> were you in Sweden? <laughs> and how did you start this tradition? Wow. Well, at least that's like lives a... Lives close to humans, acts at like least a human, that's like has a, a big furry back. <laughs> at least that's like a variation <laughs> of, of Father Christmas or Santa Claus or... You know. Yeah, although Santa's like, you know. Well, I mean, Santa it's an old person with a white Sweden. beard. This is a different fella altogether. Oh. Santa still goes to Swedish kids. This is like Santa's evil twin. This is like some. Who just eats porridge. This is like some porridge munching elf that just travels around the woods <laughs> looking like a farmer. What are you trying to say? Well, I'm just saying, Jim, I had no idea that you were um, sort of wandering around those parts. You know? Just goes to show them the, the, the tradition. I, I mean, that's probably perfectly normal over there. He probably told you no. I'm sure, and, yeah. and if they there's probably certain Irish traditions. Like for example, wasn't there a story there quite recently in the last day or two of Niall Horan? Right, he was in the states or something, and he was trying to explain the theory of the twelve pubs to Americans. There you go. I mean, isn't that it? Yeah. Like Americans who think anybody who drinks in a bar is yeah. an out and out alcoholic. I know. They think if you get through a whole six pack on your own. You're on the train to alcoholism, buddy. Exactly. You, know, you got to so, calm down. So trying to uh, yeah. convince them that the 12 pubs of Christmas is pubs, a yeah. Christmas tradition. And they will go, how do you do it? You do it like once a week? No, you do them all in the day. Some people have it done before lunch. It's the only way to wake up this Christmas. Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. A Christmas morning glory. Morning to you folks and Merry Christmas, of course, again. Um, lots still to come. We're here up until... Um, actually, what time are we here till? Oh, well, I think... Ten. Ten, ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Normal, Jim. Oh, right, yeah. It's just, you know what I mean? It's Christmas. I don't know what we're doing. No, nobody does. Actually, Let's well, face yeah. it. No, Let's yeah. face it. That's a very good point. But we've lots still to uh, lots still to come, of course, because um, we're going to talk about some Christmas movies and um, and also... Uh, it wouldn't like the only way can, we can entice PJ to do anything in relation to Christmas is to discuss food. Yes. <laughs> so that <laughs> that's still to look forward to as well. Oh, we're talking a lot about food. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully not just talking about it. Hopefully eating. Um. You know all of the various bits and pieces that are being left lying around the desks <laughs> here in Radio Nova. We will be scavenging as the morning goes on. Hundred percent. The selection boxes for breakfast is always the best way to start the day. <laughs> it's Christmas morning glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive and only on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim, Christmas morning glory. Uh, morning to you folks and, uh, and and Merry Christmas. You see, I say I'm a Merry Christmas man, right? Because you know the way I'm a bit pedantic, right? Yeah. I don't like to say Happy Christmas and a Happy New Year because there's too many happies in that. Oh, yeah. I just so like- I'm very much a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
It's important to me. I like to say happy Christmas and a very merry new nearly there. That's my way of doing it. That's so. a good way of doing it as well. I do like that. I do like that. But can you? Are you getting the Christmas thing? Are you getting the Christmas vibe? The Christmas? The Christmas scent? The Christmas? You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The scents. They say that Santa smells off. The experts have done where you can smell um, scents of or hints of nutmeg with cinnamon and a and a hint, just a hint of North Pole frost. Am I getting any of that now? Okay. No, right. I, I definitely don't. So, no. so there's not enough of it then. It's not a thing. Even though you're literally sitting beside the smell of the pine tree there, the the, the, the Christmas tree. I you're not getting sitting that. near that. Thing, Mind you, it has been there a long time. That could be smell of anything. You know. I swear, to God, if there's if that Christmas tree smells of anything after the last six weeks, it's the smell of the back of my jeans. From our madhouse to yours, it's Christmas morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim, Christmas morning glory. I don't know why I turn into like somebody as though. I'm going to appear in in a Christmas carol. You do, you're like Why do like Harry do, Potter. Why do I do that? Uh, yeah. Why does it have to be Christmas morning? Yeah, I don't know what it you is. You there, boy. Go to the nearest shop. Yeah, yeah. You, PJ. Go and get me the fascist turkey a la king that they sell in the shop. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I just I have the surge of, you know, yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is about it. I feel I, the urge to give a better, an extra oomph to the Christmas thing. Well, if you're talking about giving yourself a bit of oomph, a bit of extra oomph, do you know who has a bit of extra oomph on them right now? Who? Santa Claus. How dare you? He has got a bit of extra he oomph. He is just well built. No. I'll he, have you know. He is. As a man who is currently modelling himself on Santa. Well, according to... Uh, his BMI, he has, he is morbidly obese. Yeah, they, they've judged him since morbidly his movies. Ob- you can't say that about Santa. This is what they say. He, he started in the Nightmare Before Christmas, right? The yeah. last movie he was, that movie, right? Right. Well, what, yeah, hold on, which one? Biggest on, yeah. That's you see, the, just no. goes to show you don't know what you're talking I about. I know. Don't I'm worry about this, kids. He doesn't, that's why he, Santa got rid of him. He was the naughtiest elf in all of Elfinland. I'm going to put it this way. In Miracle on 34th Street, which was made in the 80s, right. he was significantly slimmer, according to the experts. Okay. By the time he got to Nightmare Before Christmas, he had put on an extraordinary amount of weight. And now they're now they're body shaming why Santa do, Claus. Why do I they're feel like you're, you're using the name Santa Claus, but you're looking at me? Why do I? It feels like the way you're saying that. You're the just the way I've like... been chogging, I have no right to look at you that way. <laughs> It just yeah. feels like you're saying. Now, I'm just saying, like, once upon a time when I knew him, he was a certain size, but now you should see the size yeah, of him. I just want to see what's going on these days. <laughs> yeah, and his Coca-Cola ads, he put on a lot of weight by the time he did the Coca-Cola ads from the Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, the Snowman and Father Christmas. So he's literally, he's getting bigger. He seems to be getting bigger every year. But you, you, can, you can't have a skinny uh, Father Christmas. Skinny Santa wouldn't work at all. Well, yeah, I know. Because you know the only I'm skinny... I'm not one body shaming Santa Claus. I have no problem with Santa Claus's weight. Because the only skinny Santa I can ever remember is when your... Um, what's his name? Um, played uh, in the movie. He played him as um, Bad Santa. Oh, um, well, What's that? Bob, Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton played. And see, so all I'm saying is skinny Santa... Equates to bad Santa. Yeah, because starving Santa. And nobody likes <laughs> starving Santa. Starving Santa is never going to be in a good mood. Yeah. You're never you know. going to convince Santa to give you a bite yeah. if he's starving. Starving Santa. No, Santa coming down your chimney and then looking at the mince pies or whatever you've laid out for himself and saying, I'm on a diet. That's never going to work. No, exactly. Looking at the heroes and saying, How I don't could want he be? If he has to have, you know, mince pies or cookies or whatever you've left out, you know, there's, there's no chance of him ever maintaining it. A healthy BMI. Not a chance in hell, no. Yeah. No. He's enjoying his life. And he's magic. He's not fat, he's magic. That's what I'm going to say to people (laughs) from now on. And people say, PJ, you've put on a little... um, Yeah, you've been... I would have gone, no, I haven't. I'm magic. That's a very good You want to look after your health. I don't need to look after my health. Yeah. This is... 
Christmas magic. You know, it's just mint that's time. And true as well, because in fairness, he is a form of superhero. He is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And much, and he's just, and I think Jim is too. You know, the carry on of Jim and me has been terrible. And Jim went to see all his doctors, and for some reason, <laughs> last year they gave him a clean bill of health, and nobody knows how he did it. It's a Christmas it's miracle. A miracle. <laughs> it's the only way to wake up this Christmas. Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. Christmas morning glory morning to you folks and Merry Christmas, of course. Um, we were talking there a little while back about, about well, PJ was attempting to body shame Santa Claus, which I absolutely wasn't, wasn't letting him away with that kind of carry on. I'll have you know. But apparently this this idea that Santa has gotten fatter over the years. That's what they say in the movies, yeah. Is is because of movies, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned, what did you mention? Um... At Miracle on 34th Street, <laughs> a nightmare something. before Christmas. I was literally about to say, you mentioned a nightmare on Elm Street, which, which trust me, is the worst Christmas movie you've ever seen. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I meant, I got, was, I was getting confused with Miracle on 34th Street and a and nightmare, nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll tell you something. I watched that. There's, there's barely any snow in it around. Mind it's you, it's still my favourite Christmas movie. <laughs> Uh, compared to what else is out there. But Mind the you, there is that argument about what a Christmas movie is. Well, this is it. There's the regular one every year about Die Hard. Y- everyone I mean, talks. Die Hard, he's coming home for Christmas, isn't he? Is, is that it? Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Is that it? Maybe, yeah. And then there's the one First Blood, you know, the first Rambo movie. No one ever talks about that as a Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas movie. It happens at Christmas. There's a Christmas tree in the police station when he's there the first time. There you go. Now I know, look, you're looking at me in stunned silence, but wow. I'm right. I'm right about Rambo, this. Rambo First Blood. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> you just see the family settling down after Christmas. Gather round, children. Gather round, children. We're going to watch Rambo <laughs> First Blood. <laughs> it's not worse than oh, great. Hard, is it? Oh, great. I love where he chops that other chap in half, Daddy. <laughs> For Rambo First Blood is a Christmas movie. You don't get to laugh at me, Mr. Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. <laughs> Yeah, I, and it's up, but I know what you're saying. Like, uh, like the sound of music has always been traditionally seen as a Christmas movie. Yet there's no reference to Christmas. Oh, there is. Is there a reference? No, there's not a re- reference I, um, to Christmas. I don't know. It. Yeah, yeah. It's you just have to ha- hang in a long time to get to the end of that. You do. It. Oh my God, it goes on. It does. Oh jeepers, yeah. Because you know, you, like, there's a few Christmas movies I've never seen. And I know I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit not. it. I'm embarrassed to admit it. Like which ones now? Like um, the the bit one of the big big she big. She saw ones. the Wizard of Oz in the cinema. <laughs> What are you talking about? Sure, I knew the. No, I'm just. Yeah, yeah. But um, what you call the the the, the James um, what's his blooming name? This is unbelievable. The black and white one. Um, a, a, wonderful a wonderful life. life. That's you've it. You've never seen I've it. I've never seen it all the way through. It's. I've never seen it in in its entirety. Even for a wonky old Grinch like me, that is a great movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh great. My God. It's so simple, and it's and for most. <laughs> is of that the, the secret? And for most of the movie, he's absolutely miserable. Um, and you know, right. and then it kind of and it ends, you know, kind of at the end of Christmas Day, where he's in a good mood. So basically, it's about Stevens's day uh, in its own way, and right. his friends gets his wings and all. Oh yeah, oh that's a fabulous movie. Yeah, right. Heartwarming. Because they devoted stuff. an entire channel to it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Which I don't understand that at all. Mind you, the I thing about it is, uh, and we're talking Christmas movies, right? And as you heard there, with with his Rambo First Blood effort, um, PJ has a very specific take from a Christmas movie. Like he's the man. This is the man, right? PJ Gallagher is the man who believes that Scrooge was just misunderstood. He was misunderstood. He wasn't, gr- he wasn't grinchy or mean or anything, no. 
He was missing. He was literally. He was paying these people to come and work for him on Christmas he Day. He employs the whole town. <laughs> the town wouldn't exist without him. He Cratchit uh, gets. He, uh, he gets a half day every day, nearly. He gets to go home. If it wasn't for Scrooge, a half day every day. Yeah. How does he do that? I don't know. Scrooge is generous, <laughs> and he gets to go home to. He, uh, if it wasn't for Scrooge, he'd have no money for his uh, disabled son. Never mind the fifteen other kids he had without any responsibility at all. That's no one ever brings that up. About fifteen kids at that table. And then Scrooge, and then he says, can, can I get a day off? And Scrooge is walking Christmas Day. Scrooge has to walk Christmas Day. Yeah. And Cratchit's like, oh, but it's Christmas. Yeah, but nobody did this. You put yourself in this position, Bob. You put yourself in this Bob, position, Bob. if you're Bob. going to be irresponsible about the way you interact Bob, with the other... Bob, you're living your life. You've not, you haven't a clue what you're doing. You, you, you won't use... You, you have 15 kids. It's like, get, the, you, it's like getting, the PJ Gallagher equivalent of the Charlie Hockey speech. You're living way beyond your he's means. He's living way beyond his means, and he still wants a day off. And his brother, who's flat out, he's giving him grief as well. Tell you what, we're going to have to calm PJ down, so why don't we all <laughs> gather Why don't we all gather around the telly the and only... watch Rambo First Blood? <laughs> it's Christmas Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive and only on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. Christmas morning glory. Merry Christmas to you once again, folks. Um, uh, we're here till 10 o'clock this morning, by the way. And there's loads going on through the day. Um, I don't know. who Who's here at 10 o'clock? Matt. Matt. Okay, but in fairness, hang in there because then Marty comes on at 1 o'clock. <laughs> I'm joking, Matt. Come on. It's a joke. Come on. We're all oh, friends God. here. Yeah. We're all friends. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. anyway, there's no silver screen. And come here, listen, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to, um, for your sake, right? Because you've got a very different Christmas lined up. By this year, So yes. you're going to need to start taking some of your own advice when it comes to getting through a good old family Christmas. Yeah, have to suck it up, yeah. From our madhouse to yours, it's Christmas Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. Christmas Morning Glory morning. Um, and um, and happy Christmas, of course, to you folks. Good morning, By Christmas. By the way, um, have you, is your mobile phone on it is yes turn it off why because that's the secret to a fantastic christmas day apparently really no and you have to explain that i'm sorry just, you're gonna have to explain no I, I only picked on it because literally there's no better person in the whole world to say that to than pj gallagher who literally while you're speaking to him could be looking at his mobile phone oh i'd rather fight than have it off there's no doubt about it it's uh, this comes up every year psychologists come out and they say oh to get through the day of christmas it's reconnecting with family the first thing you must do is turn off the mobile phone engage with your loved ones yeah uh, the only way I could tolerate being around those people is to have the phone off. That's just on and, yeah. and to be searching and looking at it. You know. And just to uh, prove the point, by the way, um, <laughs> he said all of that while looking at his mobile phone. Yeah, but it's a picture of Jim, so it still counts. It's the only way to wake up this Christmas. Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. Christmas morning glory. Uh, morning to you and, and happy Christmas and all that sort of stuff. We were just saying there earlier on about the advice that PJ will um, absolutely ignore of switching off your mobile phone. Allegedly, um, experts experts are saying that that's the secret to the um, happiness of a big day. Because the weird thing for you is, as I mentioned, um, that this is a different Christmas for you. Very much so. Because not only is it a family Christmas, it's a somebody else's it's family. Su- <laughs> yes. So this is my first time with, you know, Kelly and the kids and her family and everything in Christmas and nowhere to run, basically, you know, yeah. uh, because we're in their house in Boston and the whole lot and 
You know. So have you have you drummed up your survival tips? I have, and I'm actually reading them right now. Brilliant. I'm brushing up on them. Yes, there's so, there's loads of them, but I picked out the highlights, the ones I think. Um, are important for everybody to Right, be these the will be the things you'll be utilising, will they, through this Christmas? Exactly. Number one, Jim, lower your expectations. That's number one. Brilliant. Your we've, philosophy for life. Exactly. We've all seen those ads. You know those ads on TV where somebody's walking into a chalet with a polo neck and a big snowflake on it? <laughs> you know all this nonsense. Handing around Ferrero Rocher that smells of sausage because it's only available there. You know, right. everyone's sitting around loving each other and what... It's not, none of us has ever had a Christmas like that. No. None of us. Yeah, correct. You know, most for, most of us, you walk in, you hear a can open, and you go, it's only 11 in the morning, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Calm yeah, down. Yeah, God's you know, sake, man. Don't start already you now. You haven't even had your cornflakes. It's Christmas Day, don't be giving me grief, so get ready for that. You know, be prepared for right. the early So in conflict. other words, don't have your sort of Christmas cards, imagey kind of Christmas in your mind. Exactly. Ex- yeah, expect to see, you know... Uncle Tony do what Uncle Tony always does. Yeah, exactly. And embarrass everyone. Embarrassing everyone and saying inappropriate things. Correct. Telling jokes that people that went out of date in the, in the 60s. 70s. And all, yeah, all that, you know. Just expect yeah. it and decide how you're going to deal and with it. And you'll handle it better. And you'll handle it better. Uh, then there's a uh, bring out the wooden spoon if you decide you're going to have controversial topics, right? What, so you're either, you're either, not promoting beating people. No, no, no. But it's like, um, this is one of those things. So you say... Right, if we're going to talk politics, we're going to have an ordered discussion. And you'll hand someone a wooden spoon, and when they have that spoon, they're allowed to speak, and nobody else is. Right. And when they're finished speaking, they hand it to the next person, and then that person will speak, and nobody else is. I personally don't think this will end, would work. Definitely not. Correct. In my experience, someone would stick it in somebody's ear. <laughs> um, I'd be worried about that. I would, uh, ar- ar- like, that to me sounds like you're arming people. It do- yeah, That's, yeah. That actually sounds like you're giving people implements that they... Probably best not have. And I'm assuming that the Christmas equivalent of a political discussion is the one we had earlier as to whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Yeah, or First Blood Rambo, which is, in spite of what Jim says. And I'm not giving back the wooden spoon now until he accepts it. That's it, yeah, yeah. Uh, Also then, there's don't be a martyr because you only suffer. And this is a thing we've all seen people do. I I don't think I do it, but maybe. You know where you... You're going mad trying to make everyone happy and you're oh, cleaning yeah, up. Yeah. And, then, and then afterwards, you sit down and someone goes, that went great, wasn't it? And goes, yeah, did it, yeah. You could have helped me with the sprouts, you know. Yeah. You know, when you saw me pouring out the wine, you could have got some glasses and everything. Just when it's happening, say, hey, Jim, you couldn't help us with this. Yeah. Or, Jerry, you couldn't do it. Yeah. And make sure that you're getting a bit of a help. Because that's the instinct, on. isn't it? Particularly for mums. Yeah. Mums oh, always get the rough end of the stick on this, but particularly for mums, that idea that, um, you know, it's like uh, somebody goes, I'll give you a hand with the washing up. They go, no, 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 you, Not you know, sit down, you, you sit down. down. And like, let's face it, the expectation is that somebody will go, no, no, absolutely, no, you're after doing all the work. I'll, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. And then they go, oh, well, okay, if you insist, and they go and sit down. And they go and sit down. Yeah, yeah. lazy. And you're like, are you, are you serious? I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know where anything is. And that's the word I hate when I do that. Do you want a hand there? Yeah, you can just do this. And they go, where's the soap? Oh, yeah. Where's the brush? Where's the gloves? So you're literally babysitting somebody else doing it. And then they're like, do you know something? I'll do it myself. And I'm like, thank you. Uh, And the other thing is, when you need a timeout, take a timeout. Now, that can be hard to do on Christmas Day in the middle of all the madness. Yeah, because the the timeouts go first, don't they? And then you're left with all the kind of fudge ones and all. Oh, that's not even... If you need to leave the room, is what I'm saying. You go go to the toilet right. and use that as a meditation space. It's the one place people can't get to you. Lock the door, you know, put the, 
the seat down on the toilet. It's up to you what you do from that point on, but just make sure you sit there, breathe, take in a bit of space. That's that's your sanctuary of solitude amongst the madness of Christmas. You know? Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so I see, see, seek solace in a toilet. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Brilliant. That's yeah, yeah. Wise words from that man over there. That's basically as good as okay. it gets. Yeah. yeah. Whether people like choose to believe it or not, some of their best Christmases you'll ever have will be sitting on the toilet. It's Christmas Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive and only on Radio Nova. Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. It's uh, Christmas Morning Glory. As I said, mentioned earlier on in the show that the only way you can actually get um, uh, PJ, you know, to be, to fully invest in Christmas really is um, is with food, and uh, and that is the one thing that you do agree on. Okay, you've, you're like you've got maybe three Christmas songs. You've got <laughs> Rambo First Blood is your favourite Christmas movie. Yes. And you've got the fact that the food, you do love your Christmas dinner and all things food related. Oh, I do. I love it. Yeah, that's the it's the only good part, yeah. So the one thing that will not go down well with you is somebody telling you how to have your Christmas dinner. No, uh, this fella, he this fella pops up every so often. This William Hansen guy, the etiquette coach. And we're always talking about him. So right. whatever he's doing, he's works. it works. But we're always giving out about him as well. And he's always interfering. He's always interfering when none of us have ever done anything right as far as this man's concerned. This is the same fella that says you can never use a, a knife on a croissant. You know, I'll do whatever I want with me croissant, you. What do you uh, mean? You can't use a knife no, on a No, you're cro- supposed to tear it. You're not oh, I, oh, well, to, yeah. I actually do tear it. But I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't condemn Philistines like you using a knife or whatever. I mean, I wouldn't make you feel bad about it. Mm, see, uh, see, William, all you have to do is call me a Philistine <laughs> and move on with your life instead of actually correcting me. Uh, and now he's saying that the one thing, a big faux pas when it comes to the Christmas dinner, a huge faux pas is picking up the gravy boat and pouring uh, from the gravy boat onto your dinner. He says that's borderline, I suppose it's borderline abusive when it comes to your dinner. Uh, he's saying you should always use a ladle. A ladle is what you're supposed to do. Having a gravy boat without a ladle, it's like having a cup without a saucer or a knife without a fork or a head without a hat I don't know I'm making them up now but he's saying you have to use a ladle it's the more mannerly way that you what what? I mean a gravy I thought the gravy boat in itself was 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 posh I thought that was etiquette I mean like you know I mean I would have you know I wouldn't necessarily Jim grew up where you just put your hands into the pot and threw a splashed gravy onto your dinner I wouldn't necessarily condemn anybody if they poured it from the pot over me dinner (laughs) I mean I'm just saying you yeah. know, I actually thought going to the trouble of having a gravy boat in itself was some was good etiquette. Now you're telling me I have to have a ladle inside a gravy boat. Yeah, that's what they're saying, yeah. Well, what's but, the point of a gravy boat? It's got a pouring bit and a handle on it. What, that, like, you know what I mean? Well, Why would you have that? Jim, I would go one step further than that and say, what is the point of manners among family? <laughs> we all know each other long enough. That's very Surely we're at the stage where we don't say pass the salt and pepper and all. You know, surely you're at the stage where you go, give me that, will you? Give me that. What? The carrots? Give me the carrots. Stop talking, will you? For five minutes. You know, yeah. surely we're, that's where we're at, you know. Very good point, yeah. Is, any, is everyone sitting at the table? We are, right. right. So can, I mean, the whole thing can about Can you turn Chris- up the television? I want to hear it. <laughs> The whole you thing know. about Christmas is meant to be. You're meant to have the comforts, aren't you? That's what you're it is. You're meant, to, you're meant to feel comfortable in among your own people. You know what I mean? You're, as you say, your exactly, family or your yeah. friends or whatever. So, so, so yes. Hey. So, so the fact that you just put your head into your own dinner yeah. shouldn't cause anybody shouldn't else to... Shouldn't bother anyone else. The fact that I eat Christmas dinner with a spoon and a pair of boxer shorts <laughs> is nobody's business but my family's. It's Christmas Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Seriously addictive and only on Radio Nova.
Radio Nova with PJ and Jim. Christmas morning glory comes to an end. It's over now. It's over. To all a good night. Merry Christmas, oh, no, it's, only it's only 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Anyway, listen, folks, um, enjoy the rest of your Christmas. Uh, Matt's on the way. Uh, Marty's on the way after that. So loads and loads of stuff going on here at Radio Nova right through the day to keep you company as you go about your Christmas extravaganza or whatever you have planned for yourself. Yeah, have a great day. Eat as much as you can. Uh, remember that if you do get sick, that's okay, too. <laughs> that's okay. You yeah, can, we, we mean you, all of you, kids. Oh, Self-indulgence okay. yeah. is fine. Grown-ups can't give out about that. And remember, Not at Christmas time. It's illegal. It's illegal. When your ma says you've had enough chocolate. It's not allowed to happen. <laughs> so right. walk into the day and have a lot of fun, everybody. And, and uh, we'll see you at some time in... Uh, in 2024. About, about Patrick's Day or something. I think we're going to take yeah, some yeah. holiday. Yeah. I, I have an extended stay um, somewhere that's actually not um, like my last one. Yeah, uh, we'll be back. Yeah, because that's the other thing. I should be I should be apprehensive going into this Christmas because last time we went into Christmas and then you didn't bother coming I, back for I about never three came months. Back, we didn't come back until March. Yeah, don't worry, right. that won't happen again. Great. Okay. Right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, one and all, everybody, and even you, Jim. Have a good one. Morning Glory weekdays six to ten with PJ Gallagher and Jim McCabe on the seriously addictive Radio Nova.